Good morning, Cosmic Toolbox. This is your weekly forecast for the week starting March 7th. Somehow that is a thing that's happening. It's March 7th. Um, it's exciting, right? When things are moving and it feels this good. Hopefully this time is feeling good to you. Um, there are a little, a little bit, um, there's a little bit of an energy in, out there that I'll explain in a minute. But right now, um, at the time of this recording, we have very little aspect uh, energy happening almost feels a little settled, right? Um, so just to dig in a little bit of what's happening right now, the sun is conjunct Neptune. That's really nice for us. Watery, spiritual, intuitive types. We have the moon trine Uranus. So a lot of our revolutionary emotions are feeling very good. And, um, you know, our instinctive awareness is happening. You might feel sort of flip floppy in your emotions and that's okay. That's sort of, you know, what we want is to feel things and to recognize what we feel. We've got the moon in a very strong square with Chiron. We also have some interesting things happening with Chiron and, um, you know, the 10th house right now. So we have just some, uh, right at that Aries, um, marker. And so when we, when we see these sorts of aspects, um, which is interesting, right? Because we just talked about this in class on, uh, last Thursday. So when we take a look at Chiron, Chiron is at seven degrees Aries. So still in that very, um, initiatory, uh, area. And when you cast the chart of the day, right, especially when I cast it here for where I am in Michigan, uh, Chiron and Aries is right up against the midheaven. So what we, what we see here is this really intense, um, energy coming to light. So when, when we are get going through our day, right. The, the illumination will be on, are we healing the things we need to heal and are we doing the things we need to do? And are we having the conversations that we need to have? One of the things that came up in our family, we were, we were discussing, Jared was discussing an idea he had. And I asked him if he would let me help him, um, bring this idea to the world because I think it's genius. And he said that he was worried because he hadn't yet perfected it within himself. And so I launched into a, um, mini impromptu class on Chiron and that we are often called into our wound. We can't heal or into our area that we are consistently working on. We're called in that way to bring that energy into the world because we have experience and a lot of the things that we do to sort of attempt to heal this wound. We can't heal, um, are super great. Like, tactics for other people who would have never thought of it, um, because they have some other wound that they're meant to bring. Right. And so we have to sort of bring real strong awareness to the fact that perfection is not called. And I was joking with him and I said, those who can't do teach, right? Like those who can't do teach. I have in my life, my 40 year lifespan, I have dealt with crippling anxiety 
for, you know, 35 full on years, we will say. And then only recently in the last five years, have I had it to where I feel like it's controlled and only over the last two or three years, is it rare to have a true panic attack, right? That's a long time to have a wound, right? That I now know, I know how to help people work through anxiety. I've got like millions of tricks. So, and tips and healing points. And all of you that have taken shadow work courses with me know that is why shadow work is so important to me because that's where my healing was, was in the shadows. And as long as I tried to bypass any of my emotions, I never got there. And so when we have this energy where the sun at its peak is hitting that Aries point and hitting that Chiron in Aries and sort of bringing it to us, um, you know, on that, on its way down, you want to really explore where are your wounds wanting to come to the light of day? Where are they wanting to be spoken? Where are your wounds active and how can you bring them to the world unapologetically with no blame on anyone else? with no shame on anyone else, where can you bring your wounds to the surface where you can share? This is what's going on within me, not because of anyone else, not because of what anyone else is doing, but just, this is where I am. And that's an important thing to remember because in this time, because of some other aspects in the air, the, and I don't want to pick on Capricorn, but when the moon is in Capricorn, um, you know, our emotions want to blame someone and they want to go to work. Uh, and so <laughs> you want to, uh, resist the urge to, you know, uh, launch war towards somebody. It's a time, you know, like that moon in Capricorn kind of wants us to detach from all of that emotional gunk and, and, and just like nitpick out all the nitty gritty things, the blame, who can hold this, who did that, when they do it, how'd they do it, um, get into authority, get into very, you know, um, compartmentalizing of it all. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that right now. Um, nothing else is there in Capricorn quite like that. Uh, I shouldn't say nothing, right? Palace Athene is over there, but um, which is going to make that a little bit worse, to be honest. But as 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 we all sort of have those emotions, put that in your journal. Okay. That's after the night. That's after the sun has gone down. Put all of that blame and, uh, you know, nitpicking and pulling out of the threads of, of the fabric, do that in your journal after the sun has gone down, it will serve you better. Um, in the light of day, we want to be vulnerable. We want to be revolutionary. We want to have our, our mindset, um, on intellectualism. We want to have honor for duality right now. Mars and Gemini is going to honor that real highbrow duality, seeing both sides, um, communicating clearly our emotions is supported right now. We've got Neptune and Pisces right up against the sun, which is right up against Venus. And they're kind of over there sandwich, sending out that Piscean energy into all of us. I know a lot of us are feeling that dream world. Um, that's all over there in that ninth house. And we have, we just have all of this really good dreamlike spiritual energy right now. And we have Mercury, Saturn, and Jupiter over in Aquarius also adding to that, 
that thought pattern, we, it's a good time to be feeling and thinking about what you're feeling and feeling and thinking about what you're feeling. And the talking should come through authenticity, right? Um, the talking and communicating and putting out into the world should be coming through that major authenticity heart chakra center. Um, it's a good time to set a new season into play with this real high vibe that we're hitting the week with. This month is a real high vibe month. This week is kicking off real high vibe. And the one thing that you may feel while the moon is still in Capricorn is you might feel a physical stuckness of it all, right? Like your mind may be there, but if you're a lot of earth element, you might feel like what in the heck is going on, right? You might feel like your body's just like, nah, you know? And so at the beginning of the week, you want to do all the things to help boost your physicality. So you want to be, you know, using your patchouli to ground. You want to be using your grapefruit to uplift your heart and connect to the cells of your body. You want to be, you know, burning mugwort and opening up those dreamlike movement energies, have a fire in the backyard, get outside for a walk, connect with nature, use your tools to really get your physical vibration up on the same level as this um, intellectual, spiritual activations that we're all having. It's not escapable at the moment. Um, there's no one, there's nowhere that we're going to be able to go to really get away from this. If you heard a crunching, I was putting out my incense in my little closet. It got to be a little bit too much as I was talking about incense. It was like, yeah, girl, I got you. Okay. So that's where we are right now. Like right in this moment, what we're really doing with, with all the energy into Monday, you want to really be aware. You really be aware of your visionary energy, really be aware of, um, exactly what you want to bring into the world and stay on it, right? Don't stray. Don't second guess yourself. You really want to be able to, um, put some serious thought I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, put some serious thought into what you want and what your ideas are and what you're th thinking and feeling and, um, how you're wanting to show up in the world on Monday like get your ideas written down. Think about, think about that energy I talked about on the weekend forecast. We're still in that. We're still in that phase. So if you haven't listened to the weekend forecast, go back and listen to it. Cause we're really just extending that energy all the way up until the new moon. And so we're still in that mode all week. Then Tuesday hits moon moves into Aquarius. That Aquarius stellium energy is kind of back not in any way, shape or form, like it was last month, um, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, and the moon all in Aquarius. And remember we have now an experienced Aquarius, Aquarius retrograded all through Aquarius, uh, moved through Aquarius once retrograded back. And now is, is moving its way into its last stages of Aquarius. We will see that, um, as we get closer and closer to the new moon, some of that, Mercury and Aquarius energy will just sort of start to dissipate. Um, we won't have quite, <laughs> quite so much going on right with Mercury and Aquarius. So we're really going to have Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Thursday with that moon and Aquarius energy, bringing back some of that Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, and Aquarius energy back into our emotional life. Remember the moon moving in there kind of triggers that and energy to be amplified. And we're sort of like, what does it all mean? And going back into that space, um, just as Mercury gets ready to leave Aquarius next week, next Monday, Tuesday, 15th, 16th, right? And then Mercury will move into Pisces and we'll have much more energy in Pisces. And the only thing left in Aquarius will be Saturn and Jupiter. So um, we will have a lot of Pisces energy next week, which is why the, the new moon on Saturday will be so major for so many of us. So Tuesday, moon moves into Aquarius. We get all that Aquarian energy activated again for us. This is when you want to be re-evaluating. Go back and listen to the weekend forecast, extend that same energy. And then when Tuesday hits, we are re-evaluating, right? Um, what is it? How do we feel? How is our space? what needs to be in place? What do we need more of, right? We're refining all this energy from this last lunar cycle so that when we show up to the new moon on Saturday, we know exactly the seeds we want to plant. Make no mistake about that. This is as close to our spring equinox as you can get with a new moon without being on the equinox, right? So the spring equinox is on March 20th and this new moon is on March 13th. So we were one week before the equinox. You want to make sure this is fertile ground we are going into, right? We are going to plant these seeds in this beautiful Pisces energy. And then one week later, Aries is going to come and give fire to it, right? Like Jenny said, that initiation, the ignition, the spark is coming. So this new moon is important. It's important. And we want to be giving ourselves the space this week to refine what it is we want, what it is we need um, in order to complete right? Our vision, what is it we need? And then set the intentions to bring more of that into your life. So that's really the work of this week is continuing that third quarter energy through the week, um, getting more and more refined on what we're bringing to that new moon, more and more refined to what energy we want to cultivate more and more energy to what seeds we want to plant. This is seed planting season, physically, emotionally, energetically, you cannot escape this energy, right? So we don't want to get into, um, detachment. We don't want to get into avoidance. We don't want to get into self-sabotage, whatever you have to do to make minor adjustments, get the, get the work done and the energy will follow. Right. And so really use your tools this week, meditation, journaling, all very, very, very important. Um, avoid blame this week. It's low vibe and it'll drop you right? It'll drop your physicality and you won't be able to connect to what is good for you. And so, like I said, put it into your journal before you go to bed at night and let it rest and kind of leave it alone and focus on what you're bringing to the table. Right. And always with that shadow work with me, right. When you want to blame someone before you, before you take it into the world, right. Put it in your journal and evaluate when have you had that in your own life, right? Before you blame someone else, think, has anyone else ever blamed me of this? Right. Or when have I blamed someone for this exact same thing before? And usually those two questions will get you to the, to the meat of it, right? Um, those two questions will get you to the meat of why you're trying to blame and where it might be showing up in your life. <laughs> so, um, 
I'm trying to think of a really good example. We were just talking about shadow work in our family as we do. Um, the kids are taking really, really good classes. And one of the classes, something came up and their information was wrong. And I post about it in discord, right? Um, the teacher said something that was wrong. And one of my children said, I don't want to take this class anymore. Once somebody says something to me, that's wrong. I never trust anything else that they say. And we kind of had to dig into that a little bit as a family, um, because where is grace in that statement? And maybe when this person learned some, learned something that was true at the time, and then it changed and she hadn't updated her information, or maybe she was nervous and just told a story she'd heard before, where's the grace. So we, we kind of dug into that and I won't go into that here, but when it got to it, we were really, what we were really talking about is, is it, is it okay to make a mistake and where is perfectionism in your life and where my son is a perfectionist in a lot of areas and does not handle making mistakes in his own life. Well, and so because he doesn't extend himself a whole lot of grace with making mistakes, he also doesn't like to extend grace to other people for making mistakes and very hard lined about it. And so as a woman who has made so many mistakes in my life. And the only reason I'm anywhere near where I am in my life trajectory is because grace has been extended to me by myself and by many, 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 many people. I am almost like this poster child for extending grace. And it's interesting to be in a household with two Capricorns who don't do well with grace. So um, <laughs> one of those things is before you get to feeling really good, blaming someone for maybe something that is very actually wrong, right? First, evaluate it. First, evaluate it. You know, have you ever been blamed of it in your life? And when have you also blamed somebody else for that same thing? And then follow those trails first, because it will often give you the nuance you need to come and bring energetic awareness and grace to the situation. And so, um, one of the, the solutions, you know, that we came up with, with the situation to teach my son, Grace was to message. This is my idea. Obviously, you know, my Capricorn husband didn't think of this, um, was to just message the teacher and say, we were so inspired by your class that the fact about the rhinos really made us curious. And this is what we found online. We were wondering if you were aware that there are two female, right? Rhinos, whatever. And how exciting that is that it's not so hopeless as it appeared before. So thank you for your class. And we're just so excited for the next lesson and allowing her to digest it on her own without feeling blame. Right. And maybe there is something in there for her. So there is a way that you can evaluate and dig through things so that you can show up because remember, as I heal, you heal, as we heal, we all heal. And it's one of those things that if we're doing the shadow work, and we really dig into it, almost everything we get really nitpicky about is in us or it's in our previous traumas. And so as we're getting ready to plant seeds, you want to, you don't want to plant any moldy seeds, right? We're not planting moldy seeds <clears throat> unless you're supposed to be moldy. That's a long story. But anyway, we're not, we don't want any funk. We want to make sure we're bringing it to this fertile soil. Right. And, um, and we also don't want to poison our soil. So let's really do this. Let's spend the week doing the work and we will arrive to this new moon ready. And so to help with that, we have a group alignment, right? Depending on your subscription level, that new moon alignment on Friday is going to be good. So I will see you then make sure you are aware this week. 
that the energy is supportive of awareness. We've got a lot of activation of Aquarius this week, a lot of Pisces activation. We've got activation of the Chiron, (laughs) the wounded healer with that Aries energy, very important to all of us, the whole world. You know, we've got, uh, Uranus in Taurus and we have Mars in Gemini. It's all very highbrow. We've got it right. We can get through this week. Really, we can maneuver it. We've just got to stay activated, intellectually activated. Don't get lazy with your processing. I know there is that, like I said, that moon in Capricorn, our inner world, but that palace Athene is kind of like, "Mm, but it's your fault, right? (laughs) But let's try not to do that. And I'm just going to tell one more story and I'm going to let you all go. But in this week, Jared kept having things go missing and he would walk around the house and be like, do you have it? Did you took it? You must've taken it. He was like, just wanting to blame all of us for his flighty, like forgetfulness. And, um, he, everyone was like, why are you, why would you blame me for that? Why would I take your charger? Why would I take your water bottle? Right. Like everyone in the whole house was just kind of like, what's wrong with you? And then, um, later in the day, I was like, where is the dustpan? And he's like, I don't know, Cedric, did you have it? And I looked at him. I said, you know, it is possible. I just misplaced it. Can you not go around and do the blame game? And he was like, well, what? And I'm like, I might be the one that's at blame here. So let me think about where I last had it. And he just looked at me like I was an alien. And I'm like, do you see how this works? (laughs) Before I blame others, I first think, where did I last have it? And he just looked like it was the first time he'd ever had that conversation with anyone. And so we were laughing about it because he was an only child. And I said, did anyone ever teach? you how to go back and retrace your steps before just walking around like you took my stuff so anyway we were having that whole conversation in our house and I thought to myself that I wanted to remember to tell that story because that's what that moon and Capricorn is going to want to do this week and you just shouldn't let it um (laughs) and just uh attempt to not do that publicly and it'll be better for you next week when you don't feel like that anymore you won't be regretting some of your posts So everybody have a lovely week and I will talk to you all super soon.